Hey Google, why can't Discord hear me clap? <laughs> this came back from a search. Oh, that's boring. That was can the you, best can that way be of our asking. In, can that be our intro? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's All excellent. Right. <clears throat> Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, Australia's juiciest, clapless podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Kieran Verpruch. Wow, nailed it. <laughs> and Adam Ryan. Yeah, pronunciation's bang on there, mate. Nice work. It's been a week since we've... Uh, no, it's been two weeks. It's been actually, two weeks. Since we've... Uh, well, Kieran, you and I had some time last week. On the spoiler cast, yeah, we did. Adam, you, uh, yep, I've had a been, week off. I've been allowed back in from the cold. Uh, almost got frostbite. We're all good though, kicking along. That's all right. If you, all right, question without notice. If mm. you had to have one bit of your body get frostbite, what would you choose? A penis. Wow. <laughs> Least <laughs> amount of surface that? area. <laughs> good. Uh, toes, about the same surface area as penis. You reckon toes, eh? Yeah. No. Not, how can you walk? You're only not like toes. Yeah. maybe like a couple, a couple of toes, like some intermittent toes. I'm going ears. I was going to say ear. Nah, fuck that's ears. Like... That's rough. Nah. Or nipples or something. You'd never be able to wear glasses nope. again, mate. Not nipples. Fuck, Jesus. Yeah, but they're only little, mate. Just get rid of some toes. You don't need all of them. Well, what do I need my nipples for? Okay, got you there. Right. Fair, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's a very fair call. Nipples, it is. How are we all? What's, uh, what's been going on? Not much, mate. Continually yeah. getting colder and colder, uh, which, is, which is nice. The frosts are here, which makes Ooh. getting out of bed Those... and stepping on wooden floors just so Yuck. good. Yeah. That's not, you know, it could be, could be tiles. It could be tiles. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't have any tiles in, in this house, thankfully. But yeah, wooden floors still not, not a holiday right, to, need, uh... to step onto. Need to give uh, Frank Walker a call. Is it Frank Walker? Or did I just fuck that up? Yeah, I think you fucked it up. Nash- N- I think National the Tiles? silence speaks volumes. You've... Yeah, mate. What? National Tiles guy? I can't help you there, All mate. Right. You're on your uh, own. Let's, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to find that and I'm going to play a, it later. Is that a, like, is that a, th- is that a threat? Free-to-air TV thing? It sounds like that it. Is- no, it's a. You've got to have heard this little ditty. Oh, like before Frank Walker, National Tiles. That yeah. guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I get you. So it was. Okay, I got so you. What, I that? got you. Well, I mean, I don't know if that's the right name, but I know what you're talking about. Hello, Frank Walker from National Tiles. Yeah, that's the guy. Yeah, this okay. week, National. There you go. All right. So it was Frank Walker. So I, I got you now. We, I know my tiles. We're gonna Thank get we got we to the podcast is going to get DMCA'd now for using that. Yeah, good work, <laughs> mate. Clip. There's, there's all oh. the revenue gone, you fool. Shout out to Frank for that. Sponsored by. Anyway, uh, yeah, Tassie, Tassie does love a good frost. Oh, yeah. They've been, um, they're coming in thick and fast this year. Bring it on. How long uh, is your car parked 
um, in the street? No, we've we've got a pretty long driveway, um, so we can fit one. We can fit three cars in. We've only got one each, my partner and I. Um, but we can park one under a, a small little okay. car thing, so it doesn't get. It's still a little frosty, but it's nothing. The windscreen wipers can't take care of. Fair enough. Kieran, how are you? I take a bus. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> nah, I take a tram. Yeah, nice. Um, I'm nice all right. Bus. Excuse me. That will. That's good. That's good. Yep. Yeah. How are you? Hey, yeah. How are you, Zach? Tell us. I am tired. Oh. As uh, KV already knows. Yes. Because I'm. Because I'm the one who tired. tied him out. <laughs> Mate, uh, those frosts, they don't, uh, never mind. Let's uh, give you a frostbite. <laughs> no wonder why my nipples. <laughs> full circle. Love that. Anyway, shout outs to give nipples. You a full circle. Um, let's talk uh, video games, shall we? Surely someone's been playing some video games. Nah. It's been two weeks since oh, yeah. we've played. Well, since we've discussed games, uh, Adam, while we're on the topic of Frostbite, you've played Resident Evil Village. I have, yes. Key and I played it. Well, I played it and, and she watched as that goes. Uh, but yeah, we mm. start and finished it in a couple of days, which for us playing as a unit is pretty quick. Usually it takes us ages to, to get through games. So yeah, smashed it. What was the, uh, what do you think made uh, this one such quicker experience? I think the the pacing, like we, we always wanted to keep going. There wasn't any, any point where we were like, eh, okay, it's kind of died off so we can save here and come back to it in a couple of days. It was always like we'd finish without, I need, I mean, you've done your spoiler cast, but for those who haven't played it, you finish one major section and you're kind of driven to get straight into the next one. So yeah, the pacing was excellent. Really, really good. Nice. And overall you, uh, had a good time? Yeah, I loved it. It was um, not as outwardly scary as 7 by any stretch of the imagination, um, but it was still really spooky. And the atmosphere for all of the, the different locations, they're very varied, but they all have their own each individual atmosphere, which was fantastic. Some definitely scarier than others. Being I was going to say, like, not scary overall, but <laughs> House Beneviento. Oh, mate, that can... That can get straight straight in the bin in the best way possible. I, I've read some very funny comments about that section. People like don't rate that at all. Well, they're wrong. There's a for a game no, that. Uh, sorry, that I might have phrased that incorrectly. Um, one of the sequences in that. Uh, that time uh, that is it the level. the end the end part of it yeah 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 people are people are so i, I listened same. to your spoiler cast which everyone should have a listen to it's a it's a good listen love having a, a having a chat about games openly is always a, a good time to to listen into um but yeah i suppose because it's randomized that particular section it's gonna the, you're gonna have varying results mm. from player to player and I think we're, we're talking about different things. We're talking about the the uh, the creepy part of that level. Oh, okay, right. Ugh, awful, awful, but good. Yep. <laughs> awful but good. But no, I I love that section. The whole idea of having 
a game that revolves around combat and then all of your weapons taken away from you, you feel very... Spoiler. Exposed. Minor. Very minor (laughs) spoiler. Yeah, no, from top to bottom, I loved Village. I thought it was great. Had a really, really good time with it. All right. Two, maybe three questions for you. Mm -hmm. What do you think of the big dookie? Uh, I dig him. I wanted to know more, but knew for a fact that I wasn't going to be told any more about him. But I'm kind of glad because I like the mystery. Next question. Give it Uh, to me. Favorite level, give me a number, which one it is. So favorite... uh, uh, it'd be out of the, fo- uh, that's, that's really hard. I like them all for different reasons. Three, I think is the weakest, but I have a, an okay. affinity towards that particular kind of section in horror games. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be, it'd be a tie between maybe three and f- the last one. Oh, t- uh, two, two, two and four, sorry. Two and four. Um, and no, I can't ask actually because that is a spoiler. I'll ask you off uh, off okay. cam. But yeah, all in all, Post-show. absolutely loved it. Everyone should nice. should play it, even if you're not a massive Rosie fan. I think you'd still get a lot out of it. So replacement question: Did you like it better than seven? Uh, yes, I think I did overall um, because I'm a bit of a a sucker for variety and this definitely definitely had that and i think it had a stronger finish as well than seven seven kind of it it peters off pretty violently towards the end uh whereas the end of this again being varied as the rest of the game was it just held my attention a lot better nice very cool uh mm-hmm. have you been playing anything else uh more eternal i'm trying to get the platinum for that but it's difficult not difficult as in fucking grind level but yeah it's just it's time consuming um so that's going to take me a while but i'm happy to play that game until i die um but battlefield 5 is the other thing i've been playing because it was oh really yeah free on playstation plus this month and i had a really good time with it when it first came out but kind of you know dropped it for whatever else came up along the way uh but jumped back into that and had an absolute baller of a time with a mate of mine oh so not the story no, no, no. I, I have done the story when it first it first came out and I've kind of done with that, but just playing online and getting back into that massive scale uh, combat mm. is, is really good. There, it, the game makes for some really, really fun moments. Like the, the mate I was playing with jumped into a like a Jeep thing and was like, get in, we'll go to the next point. Another guy from our team jumped in and I was sprinting towards it and then it just got hit with a tank shell and exploded and there was just like dust and blood and everything on my screen and yeah just very cinematic moments from from such a, a massive area of, of play field it's, it's yeah it's really cool I, I dig the battlefield games it makes me very keen for the next one nice I uh I don't mind the stories in them I normally get roasted in the uh multiplayer so yeah um, you, you jump jump in with me and you can be roasted with a friend. I'm no better than you, probably. But nah, <laughs> I, I don't mind the stories either. The the stories for the the last couple have been, I think, better because they're in kind of those bite sized chunks where they kind of tell little separate stories. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. I have I have no issue with the stories. Was Battlefield Five the one, or was it Battlefield One, where they almost like randomized the character you were? I think that so was if you one if you died, it then like put you into like another that's, character that's or person. Battlefield that's one. one, I'm pretty sure, because Battlefield yeah. Five has the war stories where they have like their separate little yeah. individual okay. bits. But yeah, both both campaigns I think are worth playing through though. Mm. Yeah, that's me for for this week slash fortnight. KV, what do you uh, what do you got for us? No, probably can't talk about much, can you? Not much mm. that we haven't spoken about in the in the Resi cast, obviously, and that's not for review. Apart from, I played maybe like a couple hours of the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, oh yeah, but I haven't really had time to fully dive into that. What um, do you think? But it's cool. It plays really well. It looks really nice. Um, I've been watching Georgie play because they're a massive Mass Effect fan, so they've, they're right in it at the moment. Um, so I've just been kind of living vicariously through them, but looks great. Nice. Um, I still think the first game is the best one, so it's definitely the best way to play that so far. Have you nice. messed around with the Mako? I haven't personally but well no I, I i picked up the controller in in georgie's game for a little bit um and it's not super different but way better it sucks less it sucks less cool it's not a, it's not a radical shift but it's playable that's yeah that's kind of all you can ask for i, I think yeah nice ks is doing the review for uh, for us so i think he is aiming to have it out by the end of this week, I think. Nice. nice. So we'll see how we go. Uh, I don't really have much either. I've got Anna and I still playing It Takes Two. How's it going? We are up to the snow level. Oh, yeah. I think. Um, I feel like this is starting to drag a bit, though. Even though we've only playing it like in little bits and pieces. Um, yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, there's obviously the reason why the thing that you have to go collect, I feel like that's kind of padded out a bit. Mm. Um, yeah, the, yeah the, the snow level is definitely one of the ones that feels like it sticks around for longer than it should. There's a couple, mm. there's a couple levels like that. And the, that, um, the castle scene with, uh, the, with like the, the elephant. elephant. That is... It's fucked up. That is fucked up. Um, yeah. Was not expecting that. But overall, yeah, like it's still very cool. I love so I love that like a bunch of people like post-release interviewed uh, Yosef Fires about that and asked him about that scene. And every time he's mm. just like, oh yeah, like we wanted you to feel bad. And it's like, no shit. Like we felt very, very bad. We're asking you, why would you do this to us? Mm. But um... Oh, well. Good shit. That's it. Yeah. All right, well, let's move into what we can uh, talk about this week. Uh, Adam, you and I have played Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. We have. Um, so we'll quickly go through that because uh, we, won't we won't make it a big conversation. Uh, but, yeah, for the past couple of weeks, we've played a bit of Hood, Outlaws, and Legends. Shout-outs to Focus Home. Uh, for the codes for that, we've been playing with uh, you, myself, 
uh, Jason, one of the uh, founders of Well Played Shoutouts, and to Dylan Blight, shoutouts from Explosion Network. Uh, he actually has a review up, so if you want to actually go read an actual review, you can go check out his. I just have not had the time to to play enough to to write a review. I actually have started the review, so the review is it's in works in in the works. Uh, but no, I, so so Hood Outlaws and Legends is the PvPV. E, uh, medieval game set in the, the Robin Hood um, lore or whatever. Um, it's like Hunt Showdown kind of thing where uh, two teams are kind of battling for a uh, for like a prize or like a big chest of gold. I actually think in Hunt Showdown there's actually more than another team. So that's what threw me off then. But yeah, so in, in, in Hood uh, it's two teams of four. Uh, and you have to infiltrate a like a location, like a castle or a church or whatever like that. Uh, and you need to. There's a an enemy called the sheriff who will insta kill you if he sees you. Uh, he's just a big slow hunk of metal, pretty much. Uh, and he has a vault key. You need to stealthily steal the vault key, and then uh, the person with who acquires the vault key will be able to see where on the map or whereabouts on the map the vault is located. So then it might say, like, uh, castle, first floor kind of thing. So then you've got to go and find, find the vault. Um, and then you've basically got to extract the vault uh, by carrying it through the church or the castle or, or, or the marshlands or whichever map that you're playing or, like, where it's located to one of the three sp- uh, extraction points on the map. Uh, and then basically extract it out uh, without dying, uh, either through enemy or uh, through AI, sorry, or player-controlled enemy. Uh, the four characters: there's Robin Hood, who is the like a uh, arrowman, a bowman, uh, and then there's I don't know what you call that on archer. Archer, that'll probably yeah. <laughs> that'll be the one. Um, oh, arrowman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, and there's a, a mystic who I think is called Took, I think. Yep. Um, and he's got like a like a ball and chain kind of thing. Yeah, it's um, like a flaming mace kind of yeah thingo. And he he will, he's he's very quick as well. So Hood is like kind of the sits back and picks people off from from distance kind of kind of uh, player. And then you've got a Another character called John, I think it is. Yep. So, and he he's the big, just the big big meat man. He just has like a big, what does he have? Like an axe or something, or no, big hammer or something. Yeah. Doesn't he? Yeah, big old hammer. He's the the tank of the group. Yeah. Yeah, and he just just pounds you if he finds you. And then there's uh, Mary Marianne, uh, who's uh, almost like an Assassin Creed kind of character uh, yep. with like a little uh, like crossbow thing on her arm and. Uh, like that, all the characters have uh, special abilities. So uh, Hood, I think, has like an or he has an explosive bolt. Marianne can uh, go invisible. Uh, the Mystic is can heal people, uh, and the other guy, I think, is just Rage. I think. Yeah, he just gets a big health buff, so he's harder yeah. to take down. Um, so yeah. Uh, there's no requirement to be one of each character before you start a before you start a match. You can have 
four hoods, you can have four tanks, you can have whatever you want, but it probably is recommended to have a good spread of characters. Because uh, basically when you find the chest, the chest is, you know, it's heavy. I, I'm not sure if, if you've ever lifted a chest of gold before, but like they've got some weight behind it. Do a so free job. <laughs> usually the, um, the big tank and uh, it, they they carry it and they can carry it faster and then when you get to the extraction point you've got to winch it to extraction and there's like five or six maybe even seven uh like um, like parts of the extraction um and obviously uh, the stronger that you are the faster you will winch so if you have like four robin hoods uh you're probably gonna it'll, it'll take longer to extract and you know you're more than likely to get killed so so one cool thing about it is that you can do all the heavy lifting. You can find the key, find the vault, take the chest, extract it X amount of percent, you know, through through the, you know, the process. And then you can all get murdered at the end by either the sheriff or one of the enemies or like another player. And they can just come in along and do a Stephen Bradbury and steal it right at the end. Um, and that, I think, I think we did that. A couple yeah. times, yeah, uh, and it's course you feels good, feels good, man. Like when uh, I remember, yeah, there was one epic match that went for ages. So I think matches have a timer. I don't. I think it might be half an hour. I don't know if that's, or maybe even a bit longer. But uh, yeah, it's like half had, an hour, forty five minutes. It's around there. Yeah. We had one match, and uh, we had a couple of matches where we got where our pants got pulled down and our little bottoms got bloody spanked. Uh, you know, there are some well drilled outfits in 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 that game. Um, and yeah, finally we got a game where, you know, it was pretty evenly matched and it just went back and forth on like the last couple of winch, uh, the last couple of extraction points for maybe, I reckon 20 minutes we we're going mm-hmm. back and forth because, yeah. um, you know, whenever like that was, you'd get close to, ex- to ex- extracting the chest and, you know, one of our guys had kill, you know, the person on the winch or, and then vice versa kind of thing. Um, and we got there right at the end when I think the game was actually starting to count down to like, this is going to be like a draw cause you're taking forever. Um, but it was good. It tasted good. That was our first proper victory too. I think, wasn't it? First well-earned uh, victory for sure. Yeah, it was, it was. So the other thing that makes it easier, uh, or harder, there are three, um, like spawn points across the map. And you have to control those to be able to spawn there. So what you can, in theory, do is you can uh, put the chest on the extraction point and then people from your team can go and capture these uh, spawn points, which means that the enemy team then has to spawn from further, from further back. Um, so, yeah, so what we're finding in this, excuse me, this big long match is that we just basically kept swapping respawn points. Um, what else can can we talk about? Talk more um, about how your pants came down and your little bottoms got spanked. <laughs> oh yeah, so speaking of pants and bottoms, uh, you can customize your your character. Uh, there is each player has a hideout, which is like the main not like the main menu before you go into like matchmaking sort of screen. And there's a shop and uh, you know other like menus like perks and stuff that you can uh, buy and and um and acquire and stuff like that each 
so you have an overall level and then each character has their own individual level uh, i definitely preferred mr hood himself um that, that i think that suited my play style a bit a bit better adam who do you rate um i lean towards took or whatever the the, the mystic's name was oh, the with the, yeah. yeah yeah um just because yeah. he could it wasn't too bad he was melee but from a, a bit of a distance which is kind of where yeah. i wanted to be i um i had a fiddle with all of them and marianne was pretty good took was pretty good but i absolutely ate a lot of ass with bloody with big 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 john I was terrible. I couldn't control yeah, him. It's too big. He didn't do much for me either. But tell you what, big things. Other other people playing as him just were absolutely cleaning me up as well. There was a yeah. a point where I was against a team of four of him, and I was just getting really yeah, just getting hammered by four <laughs> dudes, which might be someone's idea of a good time, but it's yeah, didn't didn't feel too great at the time. Depends if it's a work night or a, or a weekend. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, there is a ping system, so if you're not, if you're not playing with people that you know, you can you can ping enemies and points across the map. There's there's crossplay. Um, Is that cosplay? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what they said when I said it while we were playing. No, it's because you can't I, yeah, say, I say it. Properly. Weird. I don't say it properly. You, I say it with like a with a Z. Crossplay. Crossplay. <laughs> Love that. Um, so yeah there's that so yeah you pl- play with PC people mate, actually speaking of that I played the other night when I was playing by myself and I played with three people three guys from on PC and they were roasting me in the pre in the, like the pre-match um, waiting you know menu mm. for play, playing on on uh, on console I felt ashamed don't feel ashamed um, mate yeah you stick to your guns well, I will. Um, yeah, no, it's like it's it's a good time. It's about forty to fifty bucks. I think it's like forty five, maybe forty eight, something like that. Comes with five maps, four characters. Uh, what else can we mention about? Oh, so actually, sorry. When you do extract, uh, I think even when you lose and and you, and you have got some some coin, there's a thing which is called the scales of justice, uh, and that. You can tip them either left or right, and one way is the the purse, which is your own back pocket, or the other side is the people. So you sort of give money to the people, and the idea is that the more money you give to the people, the better your shops and that are in in the hideout is. Uh, and obviously, the other side of that is when you give it to your purse, the more money you have to spend. But so you you, you can't sort of do do um do both because you need to obviously upgrade the shops to to buy the good stuff so you've got to sort of spread it evenly um but yeah i'm having fun with it yeah i've played like eight hours maybe about about that and i'd probably say it's sitting around a six and a half to a seven at the moment i might play a couple more games uh this week and tidy up the review but yeah oh there a couple of the negative things just very very quickly um the ai is a bit Bit, bit, bit crap um which is fine in some ways because um and dylan did, did say this on uh, uh his podcast but uh, and i do agree with this is that if the enemy ai is too hard 
then it sort of takes away from the player versus player aspect. So kind of, I mean, it does feel like they are very easy and a bit dumb. Like you can stand sort of in front of them from afar and they'll be like, huh, what's yeah. over there? Uh, and then you just headshot bang, um, like the good arrowman that you are. And then, yeah, the other the, the, the other thing with the AI though is that, uh, so if the sheriff locks onto you, he will ignore basically everybody else until you either run away far enough for him to forget about you or until he crushes your skull with his foot. Um, so there was one time where I thought I was being sneaky and tactical and I led the sheriff straight into an opposition player and he just walked straight past him. Uh, and I was like celebrating, like take that. And then I turned around and he had me. Shame too. Good you got me good. Yeah. And even like some of the, just the soldiers and stuff like that, like they'll just, once they lock onto you, they'll just chase you. But yeah, that's Hood, Outlaws and Legends. It's out now. Uh, it does have a, have a PS5 and a Series X version if you want to do that. It actually looks kind of pretty. Mm. Uh, it's by Sumo Digital. Um, yeah, it's pretty That's good. Sumo? Yeah, what else, Sumo have they, Digital. what else have they done? Sonic that, and All-Stars Racing. Yeah. Crackdown. I knew it rang a bell. Love those guys. Get around them, um, Yeah. All right. Previews. Kieran, do you want to talk about yours and then I'll... Go with mine? Yeah, sure. Um, I'll keep mine fairly short. I won't explain the ins and outs of every character class in the hood and the mechanics to winning the game. Um, nah. <laughs> um, yeah, a little over... Well, maybe it was like two weeks ago now. Um, we got to attend a very special behind internet doors preview of Ratchet & Clank at Rift Apart. Um, which unfortunately didn't involve us playing it, but it did involve us watching nearly an hour of footage um, and seeing a bunch of uh, developer panels from a lot of the developers at Insomniac about how they made the game and what went into it and what they're trying to achieve with it. Um, it was very, very insightful, very, very exciting. Um, the the hands-on gameplay demo that I watched, though, was uh, the first, I guess, level of the game, the tutorial-ish kind of area. Um, which saw Ratchet and Clank attending their own uh, parade and celebration of their heroic efforts in the earlier games, um, which is a, a very, very clever mechanic for an opening sequence because basically you're running across floats of your previous adventures and like learning the mechanics that you used in those games to get to grips with you know, the complete arsenal that they have now. Um, so that was really, really cool and looks very, very pretty. Uh and then the second demo we saw was uh, starring Rivet, which is their, obviously their new character, the new female alternate universe Ratchet. Um, and she was in a desert level called, uh, I think it was like Monolith Gulch. Um, it was basically Rivet and Ratchet, uh, Rivet and Clank uh, fighting a giant, like Iron Giant-esque robot uh, across this like desert town. Um and kind of sh they uh, they use that to show off a lot of the new stuff that the new stuff that they've added to the game. So uh, a lot of the new weapons, um, of which the the standout is still the topiary sprinkler, which turns enemy in enemies into like hedge sculptures of themselves. Um, but we also got to see some of the new uh, I guess like gameplay stuff they're adding in. 
uh, like the pocket dimensions, which are these really cool little secret portals you can find that take you to small little worlds that have like one-off challenges. Um, so we saw them do like a, a racing kind of section on, on what they call speedles, which are like these super fast beetles that you can ride across obstacle courses. Um, and that was super cool. Um, biggest takeaway from all of it, though, is that the game just looks absolutely phenomenal. Uh, definitely a, a showpiece for the for the PS5. Um, they spent a lot of time talking about that and how they're utilizing a lot of the unique features. Uh, in particular, obviously the dual sense and and using the adaptive triggers in in much a similar way to Returnal, where you have your your half pulls, and that kind of affects how your weapon works. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was really cool to see like you know, a big section of gameplay and, and sort of how it operates. And it very much looks in line with the previous games, but just bigger and better and, and much prettier. Uh, we got a, a lot of cool insight from the developer panels as well. Um, probably the, I, I guess, one of the coolest things I took away from it is when they were talking about um, the, the PlayStation 5's SSD and how they're utilizing that. Obviously, a lot of people have seen like the portal mechanics in the game where you're sort of loading into new levels and new areas of levels in, in split seconds. And I kind of like, I figured that was the extent of, you know, this is how we're showing off the SSD. This is what it can do. Um, but one of my favorite things that they sort of mentioned is how it's also alleviating other areas of development. So that topiary sprinkler, that weapon that turns uh, other enemy, uh, enemies into the hedge sculptures, they were saying that wouldn't even have even been possible on the PS4 without a lot of compromises because to do that on earlier consoles, you'd have to hold all those hedge sculpture models in the console's RAM in, in its like faster memory so you can swap them out you know, when you need them. Um, mm. With the SSD, they can just delete them when they're not being used and load them again when they are needed in like the space of a frame or two frames. So they're actually like, you know, in using the SSD, they're opening them, the, the console's other resources up to filling the scenes with more objects and more detail and all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of cool to hear because that's not something, you know, many developers have talked about when they talk about the PS5 is not just load times, but other benefits that that console has. Um, yeah, so that's was, really was, cool. Yeah, it was a lot of cool insights like that. Um, and you can read about most of that stuff in the extensive preview coverage that we have up on the website. Um, but yeah. Lovely. I, uh, I'm super keen. So I've got a question for you. Yeah. I have pretty much <clears throat> never played a Ratchet and Clank game. Yep. Would I like this? Because it looks cool. Like I was watching uh, some gameplay yesterday mm. with Anna because um, I, I reckon she would like it. Yeah. Um, I, th- uh, I think you'd love it. Uh, I think, did you... If I assume you grabbed the um, 2016 game for free when it was on PlayStation I think Plus. I forgot. Oh, I mate. meant to. I meant mate. to do it, and I think I forgot. Well, I mean, yeah, I was going to say, if you had, you should give that a go as well, but um, they were... I might have, but I don't, I don't think I did. They were saying that they... Um, wrote the story to obviously be self-contained and enjoyable whether or not you have a connection to the characters previously um and obviously having a new character like rivet as a main character as well will help that a lot so you know even if you don't know the more obscure faces or some of the returning characters it won't matter too much um so i think you should i think you should definitely give it a go nice how many ratchet and clank games are there fucking tons man 
There's yeah, like heaps. Really? Ten plus. Ten. There's your yeah, your there's original trilogy, and then there's your um your Ratchet and Clank Future trilogy on the PS5, and then they added a game to that, so it's four games, and then there's a PSP spinoff called Clank. Uh, or is it like Agent Clank or something like that? Yeah, Agent um, Clank, I'm pretty sure. Agent Clank. Uh, and you've got like a, a tower defense spinoff called Q-Force on the PS3. You've got the 2016 game. Wow. Pretty sure That's there's something else in all, there. Oh, Ratchet Deadlocked. Or, oh, yeah, Awful 1 as well. Yeah, there's heaps, man. Heaps. But, you know, there's like eight mainline games. This is like the ninth. Hmm. There you go. There you go. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so check out Kieran's huge coverage. Killed it uh, on the website. The other cool thing, um, if you want to talk about maybe for like 30 seconds, is uh, the accessibility options. Yes, that, that was you, a... That you wrote about. That was another cool little detail. Uh, that That's something that like, you know, PlayStation 5 ex- or PlayStation exclusives in general have been really, really good about lately is including not just like your, your run-of-the-mill accessibility options, but, you know, Sony giving their developers free reign to just break their own games for the sake of making them more accessible to people. Um, so, you know, Rift Apart has... They didn't really go into too much detail on most of the stuff in the preview, but, you know, they kind of ran through it in the state of play as well. Um, they have heaps of options for altering what the game looks like visually so that people with, you know, color disability... Like, you know, sight disabilities and stuff can can see things better. Um, but the big one they were speaking about in the uh, the preview session was a, a global time like slowdown option that you can assign to one of the buttons on the controller. So that if there are platform sequences, because the platforming in this has been ramped up significantly, so it's not just like you know jumping across platforms or like swinging across uh hooks or anything like that they've kind of made these very like flowy parkour sections where you're jumping and swinging and wall running and and portaling and doing all this cool stuff um but they they kind of recognize that not everyone uh is going to be on the same sort of playing field when it comes to those tricky platforming sequences so yeah you can you can basically set one button on the controller to instantly slow down everything in the game uh, and give you more time to kind of react to what's happening on screen and that you can do that literally any time you want. Uh, so I thought that was cool because it's one of those things you wouldn't see in another game where developers might feel too like precious about what they've made or not want mm. people to, you know, cheese sequences and stuff. But they've yeah literally opened the doors for everyone to be able to play it and tweak it to what suits them and what's comfortable and um, haven't, you know, they're not punishing anyone with like lock trophies or anything like that. It's a free-for-all basically, which is really cool. That's such an option yeah, nice. that I never would have thought about. But now that you've explained mm. it, it makes all the sense in the world. Absolutely. Last one. Well, that comes out uh, June 11. So, not long. Uh, Three and a bit weeks. Very, very soon. Soon June. All right. Speaking of previews uh i had a very similar experience with death loop i got to check out some behind closed doors hands-off footage last week um yeah and so dishonored loved it 
favorite game of, of that PS3 generation, especially the second uh, game. How's the like second one? one. <laughs> time, right? <laughs> I haven't finished. Haven't finished the the second one because I'm just just shit. Um, but I love I love that world. I love the gameplay. I love everything about uh, the design of those of those games. Uh, and then Prey, Prey, I didn't really jive with as much. But so when Death Shut Out got announced, when I didn't say it was bad. I just just said I didn't I didn't I didn't jive with it, brother. Um, <laughs> And then, <laughs> and then Deathloop got announced. Um, when did they get announced? Anyway, it it was announced at some point, uh, and I was like, "Yeah, this is cool. This is cool." But it just like it looks like more, more arcane, which sounds like a bad thing. But I was like, you know, this this game's going to be good. You know, this is going to be a good time. So I never really paid like a lot of attention to it. Uh, and then yeah, after seeing about half an hour of. Um, footage last week and then chatting to the creative director uh let me just open up my thing here dinga bakaba and the art director sebastian Mitton. um i'm fucking hyped man that game it looks fucking awesome i reckon it's my most anticipated <laughs> games to come out this year still nice how was my terrible french accent huge that's a big call um, huge call yeah it looks it looks fucking sick so the so dinga uh mentioned that and I'm, I'm gonna paraphrase what he said exactly i don't know if i want to check that but he he basically said it, it's like dishonored mixed with john wick oh um so i was like oh so if they make a third game it's gonna be fucking bullshit <laughs> I was like, I am all here for that. Um, so yeah, like we 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 got a like a, a look at some gameplay uh, starting at I think the start of the game, or or at least very very early on in the game. I believe it was the start. So basically, the main uh, character Colt wakes up on uh, the beach of Black Reef with amnesia. Doesn't know who he is. It doesn't know how he's got there or like where he is, kind of thing. Uh, and uh, as he's gets up and walks around, there's like floating words that like he can sort of see. And the first thing that he sees is uh, break the loop. And he's just like, break the loop. You're like, what the fuck does that mean? Kind of thing. Um, anyway, and then from from there, yeah, he kind of, he goes through, you know, he finds a gun and he's sort of in his head, he's sort of like, you know, this some of this is sort of coming back to me, like, you know, like little bits and pieces he's remembering. And then he, the first guy that he kills, he was like, oh, that was too easy. Like, I've done this before kind of thing um yeah so we just kind of get a, like a look at the gameplay um and yeah it's it just like it definitely feels like or it looks like sorry because i didn't i didn't get to play it but um yeah john wick and dishonored and like a little bit of james bond and uh and that so again like there's open uh the the open level design that arcane are you know pretty pretty well known for you can sort of stealth. You can go go in guns blazing kind of thing. There's like supernatural powers, uh, guns obviously, and you can just fuck people up anyway that you kind of want. And obviously, like watching someone who's good at the game play it, um, like it looks it looks like just awesome. Like just you're gonna be this badass assassin who's just gonna fucking kick ass. Uh, so yeah, like there's you know things like uh, there's a um, an ability called shift which is like 
Blink from um, Dishonored. There's another one where you can basically link uh, enemies in the vicinity together, and then if you like kill one of them, you like kill them all, kind of thing. Um, there's another one that like makes you invisible. Uh, and there's some, you know, there's some other abilities, abilities like that. Um, there's, you know, shotguns, like this silence nail gun thing. And like using it, like using them all to like progress through like an area just looks fucking cool. Um, so basically the way that the story works is you have 24 hours of game clock time. Um, so, um, so you don't actually have 24 hours, but you have a day of game time. Um, so you can spend as long, I think, uh, they said you can spend as long as you want in an area at a time of day. So if you choose to go into, there's four districts in the game. So if you choose to go to district one, uh, in the morning, you could, you basically have, you could spend 10 hours in that level playing it if you're playing at home, but it's still just in the morning, um, kind of thing is, is, is what I took from, from sort of how they explained it. So it's not like you have you know, there's like an in-game countdown sort of thing. Mm. You sort of, once you go into a level, it loads in at that time. Um, but the way they also said it, it's like a murder game. Sorry, it's a, it's a murder puzzle game. So you have to basically ob- obtain this information about your targets um, to make sure that they're basically there when, when you go to kill them because um, you might, go to an area to kill a target in the morning and they're not actually there in in the morning so you've wasted that sort of thing so the way the yeah, so the way the game works is that you've got to break this um, this loop and to do that you have to kill eight different um, visionaries as they're called across the four districts within a day uh, if you don't do that or if you die you go back to the start and you and you start again there is a rival assassin uh, in the game called Juliana and she can be AI controlled, she can be player controlled, um, and we found out from the director that you can actually choose how you want it, how you want that set. So if you want uh, anyone and anybody to come in and play as Juliana and try and kill you in your game, you can do that. If you want just your friends who are playing Deathloop to be able to come in and try and kill you with Juliana, you can do that. If you don't want no one to come in, you can just be AI controlled. You know, it's not like a force thing where uh, you know, there is going to be another player coming to your game because obviously that sort of ruins it sometimes because you kind of want to experience the game and, you know, some pricks coming in just fucking you right up. Um, the other thing is that it, she's not like Mr. X. So even though she will, she's she's trying to track you down and kill you, she won't track you down all the time. She'll only sort of appear or come after you when you're getting close to killing a target kind of thing. Um, so you do kind of have a little bit of freedom to kind of move around and, Stuff like that. Uh, any info, any info that you obtain uh, during like a level and stuff, you actually keep. So one of the first examples that we saw is like there's a, a code to a door that Colt um, is is asked about, and he's like, I don't I don't know I don't know this fucking code. And then like a little cinematic plays, and uh, he's told where the where the code is. And then he dies, and then when he's come back to life again, he recalls where the code is. So he goes and finds the code, and off he goes. So all 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 that sort of stuff you'll you'll keep. Um, but yeah, so the way death works is that you have two what they call reprises. So they're like checkpoint, like restarts, respawns, pretty much. So you have two deaths in the chamber, 
Uh, and then on the third death, you actually die and you go back to the start. Um, you pick up, uh, there's no currency in the world. Um, and they explained it very, very coolly. And I haven't got to that part of writing my preview yet, but it's basically, it's like, you know, in a world that only exists for 24 hours, there's no point in having any like currency, you know, there's no point to it. So, um, yeah, that there's sort of is no currency, but there is a resource that you pick up called Residium. Um, and that allows you to, so when you obtain like weapons or upgrades and stuff that you want to keep or like abilities, um, you can use this resource to keep them permanently. Um, and when you die in the, in the world, so if you were to die and then use one of your reprises, it kind of works like in Dark Souls where you can go back and pick up your, your souls. Right. Um, you can, you can kind of go back and pick up your Residium. Um, we got to look at how, yeah, so then we, we sort of got through like a little bit of gameplay, just like basic sort of gameplay and like, you know, combat and stuff like that. And it just looks fucking cool because this guy, whoever's playing, it's just fucking bossing people like up in the air with this, with this, uh, kinesis ability, then just shooting them and just basically John Wick three. It's, it's amazing. Love it. Um, yeah, and then the second part of the demo that we saw showed him showed uh, Colt taking out a visionary, and it was showing how you can do that in multiple different ways. So, in one of the earlier, uh, during he went to this place in the morning, and then found out that you know this person's not here. But then he found out uh, information about how to identify who the visionary was, um, and then he came back later that night. Um, at a party that this character was throwing and was able to identify him and, and uh, take him out that way. So they sort of, uh, the two developers explained that like dying is almost part of it because you, you go through and you obtain information and you learn new things about the patterns or what they're doing and where. And sometimes you can even possibly get like one or two visionaries in the same location. So you actually take him out in like, like, like the one spot like that. Um, so yeah, like it sounds cool it looks awesome like graphically like the stream we had was only 1080p but it looks it looks really cool so yeah i'm i'm very very keen for that uh in september 11 9 something like that um yeah there'll be a preview up on this on the website uh should hopefully be, be up by the time this podcast goes live previews excuse me will already be out so nice yeah. sounds good yeah, it's one of those things there. Yeah, like I said, like I wasn't really, like I was not paying like a lot of attention to it because I was like, oh yeah, you know, I'll play that. It's going to be a good time. But now that I've actually sat through it and watched it, I'm, I'm, I'm mate, I'm, uh, I'm keen. You're on board. I am. KV, you keen? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The more like, kind of like Returnal, the more I learn about it, the, mm. the more keen I am. Because yeah. like that initial like, oh, it's a kind of semi-roguelike first-person shooter, Dishonored. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. But yeah, now that they're like kind of introducing more about it and, he, you know, what you've just described in, in terms of like the other mechanics and stuff, like mm. it sounds like a good fucking time. Yeah, well, the and like another thing I, I want to give a give a quick shout out to is the voice acting from from what I've seen. It, it's really good, especially Colt. 
he sounds very, very well well acted. I think it's someone Kelly. I don't want to butcher that. Let's go here. No, not here. Jason Kelly is Colt. Uh, and Ozioma Akiga is Juliana. But yeah, like they're both awesome. I love hearing you pronounce names. <laughs> he does that one's very hard effortlessly. though. That one is very hard. Cool. All right, let's uh, let's move on um, to let me find the doco, the discussion topic of the week, and that is <laughs> does pineapple belong on pizza flavored oak? Let's go around the room here. Pizza flavored pizza flavored oak doesn't belong on pineapple. Is the real answer to that at all? It is. It is. That's on, the on only the answer. It's correct. They'll get to it eventually, though, and Zach will drink it, and it'll sound fucking disgusting. Oh, They'll do like a pizza fan. shapes oak. Oh yuck! Oh, that that elicited a physical response in me when you said that. <laughs> oh man! If you could, okay, if you could make an oak f- flavor that you think that you would like, what would it be? Lemon meringue. Oh fuck! That oh, nice? that sounds really that, good. That's good, actually. I like that. I would drink the shit out of that. That's hey, that's. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm trying to hunt down a not oak, but a, the the peanut butter dare ice latte. I haven't been able to find it. They have I those really at the Seven Eleven near my work, and I haven't yeah. I haven't tried it yet. We have no Seven Elevens here because we're backwards. Oh yeah, so it makes things very difficult. Because you don't so have I, seven I, days in the week yet, so they're like, no, <laughs> we're only up to five. We're getting there though. I really thought you'd have one by now. Nah. What is that? I wonder. You should have seen when we got pie face, mate. The the, the whole state went fucking berserk. Oh, God. You should have seen when Perth got a 7-Eleven. Just a single one in the city. <laughs> Do they still face. only have one? It's just they the did one. like a... Oh, they probably expanded by now, but they had like a whole party and shit. It was great. Does that pie face exist still? It does, mate. Yep. She's still kicking. How good is pie face? Were, every like third shop was in like... Was pie face in Melbourne and then they just... Went... Yeah, that, I, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing a national pie and tomato sauce oak. Gross. <laughs> I love pies, but I can't get behind that. Where did where nah, did we go nah. wrong? This is like end of podcast discussion. Okay. It was just a quick little. How you doing? All right. Um, Make sure you're still listening. Yeah. Yeah. Send in your um your oak flavors that you want. I would put definitely go something lime. Just just uh, by the way. Nah. All right. Fair enough. Um, Kieran, did you want to talk about Steel Series Rival 5 or do you want to leave that for next week? Yeah, I'll leave that for now because like the extent cool. of my use of it is right now. So, Sweet. <laughs> but it's, um, it's good so far. <laughs> All right. Uh, news. We'll quickly wrap through because some of this might be a little, little bit old, but Skull and Bones delayed again till at least 2022. Uh, Skull and Bones out. is Ubisoft's uh, pirate game. Um, that was announced like fucking five years ago at E3 2017. That's actually four years ago. Shout outs for maths. Um, yeah, so I think during their in uh, their earnings report, their recent one, um, yeah, it's not coming till 2022 at least. Uh, I don't know if we'll, if we'll ever see this game or if we do, it's probably going to be super different than what it actually initially was. Mm. I... Yeah guarantee you it'll be free to play 
Yeah. Well, that seems right because Ubisoft said recently that they're kind of mm. gearing towards doing more free-to-play mm. stuff, like AAA free-to-play experiences. So I think yes. that's a good shout, KV. Because they did actually, on that subject, they did announce uh, the Division Heartland, I believe it's called. Mm. Yep. Which is a free-to-play uh, spin-off of the, the Division. I actually didn't even check out anything past the headline because, you know, what I'm like, I'm there's, just a headline kind of guy. In fairness, there's um, not heaps to to really look into. They they announced it, gave it a name, said that it was coming to current consoles and that they'll have more to say soon. So, there's yeah, that's about the extent of it. Nice. All right, uh, just a couple of quick little quick fire things. Uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart has gone gold, Woo! so uh, that's good news there. Definitely coming in June eleventh. Sorry, on June eleventh. Uh, Ghost Runner, uh, the parkour cyberpunk game that Big KV here gave a nine. Sure did. It has an absolute fucking shit hot soundtrack that is coming. Sorry, that is getting a sequel um, with five hundred five games and one more level announcing that. Uh, it's going to have an, an initial budget of 5 mil, I'm pretty sure I, I read. Mm. Um, Hades is looks like it's coming to PS4 uh, because it's been rated by a Korean rating ratings board. Uh, that'll definitely please a lot of people because I actually didn't realize that it was, that's still not out on That's the, the on only thing that's been stopping me from playing it is that yeah, I'm, I'm exactly I, the same. Yeah. Um, uh, Rainbow Six Siege board game is announced. Yeah, get around uh, it's it. A, it's a Kickstarter. What's the funding goal? Adam? It's it hasn't the Kickstarter hasn't gone live yet. Um, oh, right. It's okay. set to go live within the next couple of months, but it's a one v one tactical sure. tabletop. Looks like a banger of a time. Cool. D and D Dark Alliance is coming to Game Pass on June 22. Adam, you want to talk about that? or uh, That's pretty much the extent of it. It's coming day one yeah. uh, to Game Pass, which is a, a good get. It's kind of following the trend that things like Outriders have been following, where it's a third-party game that Microsoft has thrown money at to be on Game Pass mm. day one. Uh, and Dark Alliance looks like a hell of a good time. Whether it, it turns out to be, who knows, but it looks fantastic, especially in mm. co-op. So yeah, I'm keen to check it out. It's, it's definitely a game that I think benefits from, from Game Pass because I'm guessing a lot of people would be like, like D&D, looks fun, don't know if I want to spend the 60 bucks on it. Well, this way they don't have to. So it's it's a, another good one like our writers to, to join the, the service. Nice. Speaking of Game Pass, uh, The Ascent got a release date this week. Uh, it's hitting on July 29, 2021, coming to PC uh, and is an Xbox console exclusive. It'll be on Series X and S um, and Xbox One systems. Going past day one as well. Um, this one, I think, Adam, is probably a little bit up your alley. Maybe even yeah, up Kieran's alley as well. It devastates me a little bit that it is uh, an Xbox console exclusive because it looks like a real good time. It looks very much like kind of Diablo style combat, obviously with a bit more range to it because it's a, a shooter first and foremost. Uh, but the world looks fantastic. Like it's got a really cool cyberpunk gritty neon colored world that I'm, I'd be really keen to, to get into. But yeah, the old Xbox has snatched it up. Feels locked out, mate. Yeah. Uh, speaking not of that, but of, of the Ascent, 
uh, a bunch of previews dropped today. I think today or yesterday or whenever. Yeah. Uh, and pretty much all of them are like mega positive. Yep. Yeah. So, I had a look at some some gameplay today from I can't remember who someone that did a preview of it, but it looked fantastic and they they had heaps of praise to throw towards it. So it's yeah, definitely one to keep an eye on. Not that it, you know, not keeping an eye on it for too long comes out pretty soon. Hell yeah. Uh, where are we? Uh, Mario Golf Super Rush has got a new trailer Ooh. and some new, excuse me, uh, they've revealed some more people who are going to be available to play and a couple of new modes. KV, I know that you're pretty keen for this. Yep. You do like your golf? Oh, massive golf fiend. <laughs> Never played a round of golf in my life. But Mario Golf... Mar- uh, Mario Golf kicks so much ass. It the the game's fantastic, and you can play as King Bombom in this, who yes. has such tiny little Tyrannosaurus arms. So I'm very keen to see him swing a golf club. I um yeah, uh, you leave people with tiny arms alone. <laughs> I <laughs> no, I I really I'm really super keen to check out like the the golf rush mode or speed golf or whatever it's called. Speed golf, yeah, where you battle like, golf. I think. Nah, nah. Battle golf nah, is different. Everyone. Speed, speed really? golf is like everyone tees off at the same time, and then you like run to your ball. Oh, sorry. No, I'm, I'm, I'm reading further down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my apologies. So I'm, I'm keen to play that. I reckon that's going to be a good, a good time. Yeah, I can see that being the the standout mode for the yeah the game for sure. Um. Yeah, so the other modes that were announced uh, on based on Eleanor's reporting here is that, yeah, so the speed golf, then there's battle golf, which is speed golf, but with special rules. Um, yeah, it's, so, like it, it's, then, it's in like an arena where you've got like, I think there's like nine holes in one area and you're all yeah. like uh, competing to get the most, to sink the most balls in that in the amount of time. really hectic. Uh, then there's a story mode called Golf Adventure. Uh, and that's, I think, all that was revealed so mm. far. Uh, yeah. So that's coming June 25. Not far at all. Not far. Two weeks after Ratchet. You can sit back and um, play some golf after Hell yeah. Uh, there's something here about Final Fantasy, but it looks like it's been safe for Jordan, so I don't know... Yeah, I was really I I chucked that in the dock oh, and yeah. and half read it, thinking, "Ah, oh, it's all right. Jordan will be all over this." But then he he went and bowed out for tonight. So yeah, we might leave that for him. I reckon. So I think it's based on. I'm I'm just going to base it on the headline because I haven't actually read the article. Shout outs. Um, but Final Fantasy 14 Endwalker has a release date, which is November 23. Yeah, so they I had a, it's a new expansion or yeah. new whatever you want to call it. They had the big uh, Final Fantasy 14 fan fest event and they announced a bunch of stuff um including yeah the release date of n walker uh and a new playable race well like a new version of the viera playable race where you can play as uh male viera for the first time so all the fans of being little twinkie rabbits will be super happy um <laughs> all right and yeah twinkie rabbits yep there you go shout outs to twinkie rabbits um all right probably the two Biggest news, I guess, uh, of this week. <clears throat> uh, we'll go with one from today. Uh, GTA Five is hitting PS5 and Xbox Series X and S on November 11. It's going to be free for the first three months on PS5. Um, Huge. 
get on the um, get back to the number one spot in the sales rankings. Yeah, it's really been missing out for the last two weeks that it hasn't been sitting on top. So let's clarify what free actually means. Adam, explain to me what is what does free means? It's going to be the GTA Online portion of it. So much how uh, same how they did with uh, Red Dead Online. So they've separated that from red dead 2 so you can buy it standalone so it'll be at a cheaper price point for those who just want the the online portion um so that is going to be free to download it seems at this point that that means it will just be yours to keep and it'll be similar to destruction all stars that it was just up for a, a an extended period of time um so for playstation plus users on ps5 specifically will be able to download it for free in that three month period so between november and february okay yeah it seems like fucking they're just gonna sell fucking, I, I wonder how much they're gonna sell this for what Full do you price, mate. Full your, whack. you reckon 50 nah. bucks 50 to 60 yeah. bucks tops just mm. from experience knowing that at a $50 price point, the game as it stands on PS4 still sells insanely well, whether that be digital or physical, it's still just, it, it's unreal. The staying power of that game is <laughs> just absolutely Who the fuck is buying this game? Who's buying it? There's got to be no one left to like to buy it. Like uh, our social media tags, this is the third console generation that this game has hit, which is just absolutely mind-blowing to think about it's unreal did it release at the arse end of ps3 or was it actually in on ps3 for it was on ps3 i think for about a year before it hit oh so so it was fair enough so it was a while so i think it was november of the year before ps4 and xbox one hit so yeah it's should i it's unreal play this game have you not played it I've got it sitting on my shelf. No, I've not played it. Wow. I, well, how, that's a lie. Anna and I started it, and I reckon we played maybe 15 minutes before we didn't give up, but we just were like, oh, I'm not really feeling this right now. Um, I don't know if it's... I, uh, I don't know. It doesn't strike me as something that you would, re- like, super enjoy, but mm. I don't know. There's definitely enjoyment to be had out of it, clearly, because it's one of the best-selling games ever and it's isn't it it like the best-selling game ever i think it still might have that i don't know i mean obviously launching on next year orders up up there yeah how many copies did you buy to to get it to that spot um yeah you should play it just for it it is such a a monumental launch that you should probably play it and finish it and it doesn't take Mm. realistically that long and there are some pretty cool moments so yeah i'd i'd give it a whack all right, if you had to answer this, both of you, probably not you, Adam, because I don't think you finished the second game, but Kieran, uh, GTA Five or Red Dead 2? Red Dead 2. Okay, so I made the right choice then. Because when I was going to pledge that, I I was like, oh, do I, do I uh, pledge GTA Five? No. Nah. I went Red Dead. Yeah, by a long shot. Nah, I disagree. Cool. I reckon GTA Five. I think I've played enough of Red Dead to... I've, really? I've How played, much have you played? Like 10 hours. I played a, a fair whack of the game. Look, Yeah. I'm 60 hours. I'm like, like G- 10% of the way through. GTA 5 <laughs> definitely has like the the snappier kind of more exciting campaign. 
if we're talking campaign side of things, not online. Um, but like Red Dead, Red Dead Redemption 2's world is like unmatched. In I I get just that, like but the the detail and the immersion and you know the campaign mm. of of Red Dead Two is one of those like indie art house films that people say, oh, it's it's so amazing. They don't speak for forty five minutes. And it's set in one room and it's amazing. You should really watch it. And you watch it and go, yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I really liked it. You know but what it would fuck, be? You'd, prepare, you'd prefer to be watching John Wick or something that is it, just... Don't say to. The Shape of Water. It would be like a fucking three and a half hour film where like Daniel Day-Lewis is like method acted for like six years to like get into the role. But it is that. And it's something that in <laughs> like it in a technical sense, it's amazing, which... Red Dead 2 is like the, the horse balls shrink in the, in the cold and all of the details are really amazing. And it is, and it's a technical achievement and it's great. It's fucking boring. That game bores me to tears in the, the campaign, the online, lots of fun, really enjoy it. I don't give a fuck about the campaign for Red Dead 2. How about that? Cop that. There's you, know what's boring? you know what's boring? Rocket League. Fight me. Yeah, take that. Take your shirt off, let's go. I think I have to side with KV here. Of course he would. Go back to the audio, fuck it. More like, shit. (laughs) Cop that, Jordan. Oh, I love that. Um, Yeah, I was... Like, when Kieran and I were talking about something the the other day, it was... I was like, I've played X amount of time, and you were like, oh, so have you finished it? And I I don't know if that was, like, a comment, like, in, in jest. Um... But I was like, dude, like I'm like the slowest video game player of all time. I've played sixty hours of Red Dead, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm like twenty percent of the way through the story. See, that's the only speed that you can play. How the Red fuck Dead. is that possible? You can only play oh, it in second gear, and you're asked to do hundred and ten. I've also looked at Dishonored Two because it was like right near there. Thirty six hours I played Dishonored Two for. Yeah, and you, I reckon I'm. You've played the tutorial for thirty six hours. Fuck me. And I don't reckon I'm. I reckon I'm. 30% of the way through. Jesus Christ. Isn't it like an eight hour game? <laughs> See? This is this is how this I is how Okay, so this is why you don't get the criticism around the order 1886. <laughs> that took Because you're like, that's a 20 hour game. What are you talking about? I got my money's worth. <laughs> 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 no, so with Dishonored, like like I'm one of the, like that game, I'm just like a perfectionist. So it's like I don't I, I don't want to get spotted in this area, right? So I'll play for like, you know, fifteen minutes. Get spotted, restart, go back again. I did that with the first game, but I don't think it took me the equivalent of yeah. like two days See, I think, to play I through think it. Now that now that I'm not, I've I've like been out of the rhythm of playing it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back. I'm just gonna try and finish it. Yeah, um, like I get wanting to play it a specific way, but you also want to play it before you're fucking six feet under, mate. And at the, this rate, mate, that's not gonna happen. When I was playing The Last of Us, I if I didn't get. If, if I use one bullet too many to kill someone, I'll go back to a checkpoint and do it again. That's to, a to sickness. Make sure I use. What you have is a sickness. Um, ha- have I told you the story about how fucking Trent stitched me up with like with, with that game? Mm, so spoilers so. coming in. For I the think last you might have. Oh, have you? You haven't finished the Last of Us, correct? No, okay, cool. Never mind. I'm about I'll to. I'm literally going to start it tomorrow. But I'm it's actually it. it's a it's a fucking good stitch up too. Good. Keen. <laughs> Keen is mean. Uh, what's that? Hmm? What? Hmm? Mean. No, I said I'm keen as a bean. Oh, right. Um, 
Yeah. I'm, Is that Mr. Bean? I'm fucked. It takes me ages to play games. I just think... Yeah, so Creeks, Kieran, 20 hours. I'm not finished Creeks? Yet. Creeks. And I'm, I'm, 20? Like, I'm thinking... I'm thinking to myself, okay, this is what I want to know about that that total play time. Does that include pause time where I've walked away? It and, has and to. Left? Yeah, because I don't reckon I've played that game for 20 hours. Like, as in physically played it. I could sit uh, down to take a dump and finish that game. <laughs> that is a lie. <laughs> well, you don't know the dumps that I take. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, because there's a game on, I've played on Steam, it's like, 300 hours or something like that and i think i just left it running like one like one time so absolutely that's what's so red dead i think i think red dead will, will be about that but i wouldn't i'd be surprised if i'd, I'd probably would say i played it about 40 anyway um big news of this week two new dual sense uh, colors have been officially announced uh cosmic red and midnight black i think it's cosmic red yeah mm-hmm. cool they're coming june 5th 15 June sometime I think 18th I think June 18th June 18th June, June 18th um, you guys getting these or one of them hell yeah alright I reckon KB, you, you're going to go the the red I'm going to go the red and in anticipation I've bought a teal faceplate have you really yep Gonna make, yeah. make my own because the red's kind of like a like a purpley kind of like or like a maroony kind of thing. So I'm gonna make my own version of the berry blue controller. Better red, it, blue. nice. It looks like nice. a the color of like a red wine. It's a really yeah. really nice color, like a uh, port wine. Oh, is it is it port wine? Yeah, jelly jelly flavor. What? Um, there's a airplane jelly called port wine. Is it? I just finished a. Glass oh, of uh, nice. glass of port. Adam, are you going to get a new dual sense? Yeah, mate. I've got both on order, but I think I'm going to stick to the red. Black. Oh, there you go. I thought I was going to see you. You'll you go to initially black. Oh, the black. I ordered the, the black as well. I don't know if I'll. Yeah, I, I. I said when the console dropped that I was like, ah, oh, first chance I get, I'm going to get a black controller. But then they went and announced that red, and it's yeah, it's too nice to to pass up. I think. For me, the black would look better if you had a black console. Like, I think oh, maybe I do have a black console in my head. Oh, you do too. Yes. All right. Well, that settles uh, it. Getting both. Speaking of dual sense, <laughs> I was actually going to talk to you guys about this, and I'll, mm. I'll go very, very quickly. But I've noticed one of my dual sense controllers. Oh, really? Uh, has <laughs> I haven't like noticed mine in ages. Has a click like when, so when you're one of the thumbsticks, right? So. The right thumbstick, when I'm uh, like moving the thumbstick to the right, if I like slowly move it across, it has like this little a click oh. on it. Yeah, and the other, and the other one does not do it, and the Dual Shock have not done that either. So interesting. It's it's annoying because I know it's there now, but yeah. I think I'm gonna have to just just deal with it. I'm not sure if I'll be able to get like. Do you wipe your booger, boogers in it? Is that what happened? Yeah. I shoved up my ass, mate, to, to get that haptic feedback. That's gross. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to be covered under warranty, mate. Sorry. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know because I've not. It's not, it's not like I've used it heaps, but you just don't know. It sounds like you have. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, off topics. 
What have we got? Fuck all. Yeah, fair. I've got one thing for you. I watched a Polish show called The Woods. Of course Woods. you did. What the fuck? It just moved there already. Jesus Christ. It was <laughs> it was really good. Really good. It's on 100% on old Rotten Tomatoes. Oof. So. And it's only your review at the moment, is it? Well, I'm not on Rotten Tomatoes, sir. So. Not under Zach Jackson. No, we heard you were on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. There so, we go. Um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's really good. I would recommend it. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Uh, uh, Adam, you got anything for us? I do. Jordan not being here is a shame because he has played it, but I have played the Dark Souls board game now, which is fantastic it is such a great adaptation of that series because it is fucking hard and you have to grind out the same levels a few times to to kind of progress but yeah it's such a it's a cool way to see them create mechanics to match the mechanics of the video game and they've done it really well and it's still enjoyable despite being insanely hard so it's a a cool thematic tabletop that I would recommend to fans of the the video game series. It's a good time. Nice. Um, one last thing I've got for you. Uh, very keen to see Quiet Place 2. Oh, yeah. I was yeah. looking at reviews of that, actually. Apparently, it's good. Yeah. Well, it was about to come out, wasn't it, before COVID hit? Yeah. Mm, yeah. I feel like that was the thing. And then they pulled it back, obviously. Got delayed. But, yeah, apparently, it's a real good time, which... I'm glad to hear because the first one is fantastic. Mm. Cool. All right. Well, shall we wrap it up, lads? Yeah, let's do it. Cool. So other stuff that uh, if you want to go check out, there is a review of Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne HD Remaster. Uh, shout out to Nathan Hennessy for doing that. Uh, made in Australia, my feature is finally live so you can go and read about catchweight studio there and i think that's about it oh i put up a review for the huawei sound speaker i'm not sure if i mentioned that or not previously but if not there you go um yeah cool uh, if you want to check all that out kieran's ratchet and clank content uh the death loop preview possibly the hood preview probably not the hood preview yet Go to www.well-play.com.au. And uh, thank you for joining us. Have a good week. Stay fresh. Peace. Bye. Bye.